VMUG Unfiltered is a weekly podcast highlighting the successes and challenges of VMware solutions across a range of industries, company sizes, and business objectives. I'm your host, Al Rashid, and I'll be guiding each conversation to share real, unfiltered VMware stories from VMUG members around the world. Welcome to VMUG Unfiltered, Episode 1. Today, I have Scott Driver, Director of IT, and he works for a credit union in the New England area. Scott, welcome aboard. Tell us about yourself, your background, and your experience in IT. Hey, thanks for having me, buddy. It's great to talk to you again. Uh, Yeah, I work for a regional credit union in northern Vermont for those who aren't in the state. uh, We're in the New England area, which is... Where I am is semi-rural. We're about a half hour away from Canada. I've been in IT for, I had to look it up before joining this, almost exactly 20 years now since my got my first paying job, that is. And I've been part of the VMUG community for, oh, probably about five years now. Uh, ever since my first user con, I just wanted to be involved I was a local leader for a couple years for Champlain Valley VMUG, Go CV VMUG. Uh, I've also spoken at several VMUGs and just welcome any opportunity to work with this team because uh, it's made a big impact on my life and my career. Yeah, I would would say the same thing. Um, We both met through the VMUG community and it's been nothing but a wonderful relationship, both personally and professionally. So thank you again for joining us. Ditto that, buddy. Appreciate it. So describe your business environment. This includes the number of employees, mobile devices, uh, BYOD, et cetera. And if you could uh, give us a description of your location. Are you just here in the States or or international? Sure, sure. So working for a credit union is interesting. Uh, We're a financial institution, so bound by more regulations than I'd care to count. But really, uh, the heart of our operations is our community and uh, the people who participate within it, kind of like VMUG, I would say. So we're a small organization in terms of, you know, global scale. My organization is under 200 employees, but as a financial institution, we have a number of brick and mortars. So I have approximately 12 physical locations that are part of our plan. So then if you take a step back from the locations and number of people, what a credit union most fundamentally is, is a retail operation. Our tellers are transacting with our customers. Uh, We call them members because, you know, it's more personal that way. But uh, it's a static workforce. The biggest volume of our business is face-to-face interactions with people coming in to cash their checks, uh, get some cash to go out on the town, whatever the case may be. But you're coming into a brick and mortar like a retail location. So as it relates to the current day, you know, we had some unique challenges and I think we've come up with some interesting ways to, to deal with where we are in the world today. That's a great segue, Scott, and that's actually where I'm going next. So how have your business operations been affected by COVID-19? This includes your continuity with technology. Sure. Uh, you know, 
I'm a big fan of my organization. We are a caring organization. We are thoughtful. But that means that we started planning well in advance of when this pandemic really started to escalate. And when I say we, I mean from a human resources perspective, from a customer perspective, from a physical location perspective, and of course, as it pertains to my role uh, running the IT department, a technological perspective. So going back to what I was saying a few minutes ago, we had this, this static workforce that's traditionally at a location, as well as all the supporting operations that sit behind it at a desk. So when this pandemic started unfolding, we could kind of see through that there was going to be some form of stay at home order. And we'd have to take this traditionally static workforce and figure out how to mobilize them and do it quickly. I mean, if you think about the fact that I know it feels like years, but we've only been in this mode for what, six weeks now, seven weeks, depending on where you are, of course. Um, we had to take a static workforce in short order, make sure that they could become mobile so that we could continue doing the essential business of helping, you know, contribute to our local economy. Right. And while doing so, you have to keep in mind that the productivity of the employees cannot be affected because then that impacts your customer as well. Absolutely. Uh, we have a saying that I feel like we say it every time we jump on a call. Our mission right now is to protect the physical and financial well-being of our employees and our customers. And that that's really kind of the beat of the drum that, that's been driving us through this pandemic. Absolutely, absolutely. So how have you responded to COVID-19 with VMware products in your environment? Yeah, uh, we are a VMware Horizon shop. What that means is we are almost 100% virtual desktop based where a VDI environment. The reason we did it wasn't because we had foresight years ago to be ready to mobilize the workforce. The reason we went at it, if you think about a different use case as a financial, Horizon View gives you a lot of different security capabilities and administrative capabilities that a traditional laptop or desktop environment really kind of lack. So the reason we, we settled on Horizon years ago was because of those administrative and security elements. In the current situation, it's been an unexpected boon that by using Horizon, you can connect anywhere from any device. And I know I'm repeating the marketing tagline of VMware. I think that was VMworld a couple of years ago. It doesn't matter, but it's true. You know, I can connect from my iPad or my Windows machine or my Mac. It doesn't really matter. So in the current day, it makes mobilizing workforce a lot easier. And that was something we had never really considered. Our use case was about securing the organization, not about a mobile workforce. Right. And adopting to uh, VMware Horizon wasn't something that you had to stand up from scratch. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you've already mentioned this. Part of the planning included implementing this months, maybe if not years ago. 
Could you elaborate on that? Sure. I mean, so we're going to get a little bit off the VMware uh, path a little bit, but part of running a well-organized IT shop or business is planning and planning for the unexpected. So having a well-formed business continuity plan, having a well-formed pandemic plan. You hope to never use these things, but the reason you do them, you plan in advance so that when the time comes, you're able to dust that off the shelf and put it into action. Yep, absolutely. In IT, we always have to be prepared for the inevitable. Uh, We don't have an idea as to when that may occur, but it's better to be safe than sorry, as they say. How would you compare VMware Horizon to, for example, a VPN tunnel? You know, uh, Horizon gives you some unique capabilities as an IT administrator. We can prohibit people from plugging in the USB. Think back to any security training you've ever been. Don't pick up the USB in the parking lot. Don't plug it in your laptop because who knows what can happen. As an administrator, and there are ways to do this no matter what the environment, but my point is from by using Horizon, we, we have an easier way to manage that risk. And then if you then take the next step and think about what a VPN uh, remote workforce looks like. You've got to go to your IT department. You've got to get your laptop blessed. You've got to make sure you've got the right MFA. Once you're home, you have to figure out how the VPN actually works. Does it? Does your home router impact it? There's a lot that goes into that traditional workforce from an administrative standpoint that we don't really have to worry about as much using Horizon. It, air quotes, just works, and it works from any device. Then if you layer on top of that, if you follow the information security news, there's been a lot of problems with VPNs of late. And Every software has it. Let's just put that out there on the table. But if you use a VPN, you can also take data out of your environment in a much easier fashion. I can, via my laptop, connect to whatever server, wherever that is, over the VPN, and I can download whatever data I want to my laptop. And now I've got that on my mobile device. Horizon gives you some unique capabilities where that data is not coming down to the local device. It's staying resident in your data center. It's running on vSphere. So you inherently have those security capabilities that a vSphere VMware environment would provide that maybe wouldn't be quite as strong out of the box with a VPN or laptop-based solution. Absolutely. And more so, and especially because you, like many organizations these days, deal with customer data. So you have to ensure that that is secure and on lockdown, and you're not giving anybody an opportunity to grab or you know capture that data. So it sounds like what you have in place is giving you the confidence to do so. Absolutely. I mean, if you, I don't have the statistics in front of me, but something like 40% of data breaches are from insider threats. So if you're using something like a Horizon where you can put additional controls around that data exfiltration, 
Well, now you've just cut into that 40% a whole lot. Right. And it sounds like it's also in a single pane of glass. Well, I'm, I've never been a fan of that term. Um, there are similarities between Horizon and being a vSphere administrator, but they're they're different. Okay. You know, there's there's definitely some gotchas, but in my opinion, even working in a small organization, the gotchas outweigh the costs. Absolutely, absolutely. So now that more and more employees across the country are working from home, should the size of a company, including the employee count, impact whether an investment in products like VMware Horizon be a consideration? And also what factors should you consider? So let me let me answer those in reverse order if I can. I think what factors should be considered is really determined by your environment. Every customer, every every operation is different. Even, you know, in my world where I'm working in a credit union in northern Vermont, there are other credit unions also working in northern Vermont, and they have very different infrastructures. So it becomes a design question. But for us, you know, it's been the year of VDI for goodness knows how many years we've been hearing this. And and the the story to that, the year of VDI, has often been about cost savings or efficiencies. And there's more to it than that. There's security. There's familiarity. Um, I don't want to minimize the impact that it's had on our employees when they've traditionally sat at a desk and done it for 5, 10, 20, 30 years doing the same job at the same desk. And now they can go home and they can connect to their desktop and have the exact same experience that they would have in the office. That's a real benefit from a human perspective to be able to have that familiar environment and not have to go through a whole lot of technological machinations to get there. They go home, they load the, the client up on, on their whatever device and they connect in and they just get back to work. And that's really comforting from a human perspective. Absolutely, especially from an end user perspective, because they want their experience to be transparent. And uh, as they say, no news is good news. So when you're not getting anything, everything is working just as you had hoped and planned. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't want to minimize, you know, we took a half of our workforce that had worked at desks and we said, okay, go home and do your job. You know, there's still impacts to that. But what we haven't had in an IT shop is I can't connect to the tunnel. I can't get through the firewall. You know, those elements are kind of simplified out by using the VDI solution. Right, right. So that's going to actually take me to my next question. What are some of the lessons you've learned through this experience? For example, would you do anything differently? Uh, can you provide any examples of end user training experiences? What's the adjustment been like? And lastly, have you received any feedback from the end users since transitioning to a remote environment? Again, I'm going to take part of this backwards. Um, since we were just talking about end users, 
you know, uh, I think you said something along the way, or you've said it to me in the past, that no news is good news in IT, right? The best IT guy is the one that you don't have to call Absolutely. because things just work. So I don't want this to come out as sour grapes, but we don't often get a lot of kudos in IT. Like if things work, great. I do my job. If things don't work, that's when, you know, brimstone and hellfire come down. But in in this current day and situation, um, we haven't had that hellfire and brimstone. What we have had is a lot of outreach from our users saying, oh my goodness, this was so much easier than I thought it was going to be. Thank you for helping facilitate this so I can, you know, be with my kids who are out of school or, you know, whatever their situation may be. So that that's really been the feedback from our, from our users. And it's been uh, heartening to hear. Some of the lessons that we've learned are less about the technology and more about preparation. I mentioned earlier on, we have a pandemic plan. We have a business continuity plan. Having those things, you hope to never use them. You hope they sit on a shelf collecting dust, but having them means you're ready to go when it does hit the fan. So I would say absolutely, you know, make sure that you've got your plans in place and understand what your part within them is. Absolutely. Being prepared, having the ability to adjust on the fly uh, is tremendous. And um, to your point, documentation is very critical. And uh, if I could also elaborate, you may never ever and hopefully ever need it uh, in some cases, but if you have it, you're ahead of the curve. Absolutely. And that's not to say that it's all been rosy. I mean, we're all adjusting every day, right? Um, you know, if I think back to where we were six, eight weeks ago, I wish I could have foreseen some of the supply chain disruptions that we're having. Have you tried going and looking for a webcam online? It's it's gross right now. Yes. I wish I could have foreseen that and predicted some of those supply chains. So understanding your supply chain management just goes back into that. You know, if we should ever have to go into this again, I know the equipment that my organization is going to need and need quickly to be successful and carry through. Those are valid points. Yeah, absolutely. So, Scott, I do appreciate your time. Uh, thank you for being a guest of the show. And as we bring the show to a close, how can listeners reach out to you or connect with you online? Al, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I'm happy to be here. Uh, I'm active on Twitter at VT, as in Vermont, snowboarder42. I also have a blog that could use a little TLC right about now talking about these lessons learned. That's at uh, virtualvt.wordpress.com. Thanks for having me, buddy. Absolutely. I've enjoyed my being here. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you again for taking the time, and I hope to see you in the near future, hopefully at a VMUG event. I hope so. Until then, be well, buddy. You too. Take care, my friend. VMUG Unfiltered is a product of VMware User Group, an independent, global, customer-led organization created to maximize members' use of VMware and partner solutions through knowledge sharing, training, collaboration, and events. VMUG membership is free, but you can enhance your experience through VMUG Advantage, an upgraded VMUG subscription that provides exclusive access to 365-day evaluation licenses 
for more than 15 VMware solutions, plus discounts on training and VMworld conferences.